0: Hello friends and welcome to a brand new episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. Today on the show, I have Kristen Owens. Kristen is a holistic nutritionist whose focus is to inspire you to own your health and balance your hormones so you can age backwards and prevent chronic disease. We are having an awesome conversation. So I hope you will stay tuned and enjoy. Kristen, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Cara, for having me. I'm excited. You know what? I say this all the time, but I love
1: doing, um, you know, shows like this, podcasts, interviews, summits, whatever it is, because it's an opportunity for me to really just share my message of how women can be healthier and age well at any age.
0: I love that. And I love your message because I think that is something really important that, we as women kind of not forget, but, but just don't think about because we think about, oh, we're getting older and all these things are happening to us. And I I just, I just love your mission. I just, I love it. So before we get into that, I want to talk for a minute about your work as a holistic nutritionist. I know, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. That's not my area of expertise. So I would love to hear from you a little bit about What that means to you, what it is to you to be a holistic nutritionist, so that we can talk about your mission.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so let me just go back many years. I studied holistic nutrition about sixteen years ago. So my sons, my son's going to actually be sixteen. So I'm going to say fifteen years ago. Time flies. That yeah does. (laughs) Fifteen years ago. Regardless, it was a long time. And I've been (laughs) in the industry for twenty-seven. I started. Personal training industry, fitness industry, teaching fitness, and all of that good stuff. And um, when I had my first child, uh, my daughter, 18 years ago, wow. that's where I really started um, learning about holistic, the holistic world. Mm-hmm. And I've always been different that way. I never, I don't really follow the mainstream. Um, I, I really follow my intuition and I, I just really make sure that what I'm doing resonates, which is part of being holistic, right? It's that spiritual side. But um, when I had her, I what the doctor told me, it, you know how I was going to feed her, um, all all the things that you're supposed to do when you have a child. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know what, that just doesn't feel right to me, and I'm not really sure why because I hadn't done too much research. My husband had done a lot of research prior, and um, I ended up going to a holistic nutritionist. She had this baby food workshop to teach moms when to feed the baby what to feed them what are the first foods like all of that kind of thing and um i went and it just it made i I said this is this is right for me and so at the time i was 28 when i had her and i was experiencing i was breaking out I had lack of energy, and not because I just had a baby. I mean, obviously that's part of it, but this was happening prior. Yeah, Um, I was noticing I was bloated. I was noticing symptoms that didn't feel good, and I didn't know what to do with them. And so I asked this nutritionist, this holistic nutritionist, what to do, and she said, "Come in for uh, an assessment." And lo and behold, I had digestive issues. Oh yeah, I didn't. I was like digestive issues, and she said, "Yeah." All of this, all of what you're experiencing is related to that poor digestion. So this was kind of my an intro to holistic, the holistic world, learning that my symptoms that I had were related to poor digestion. And that's really what catapulted me into where I am, because I started implementing what she was teaching. Nothing I had ever heard of before in the fitness industry like food combining and all of these really good things and and then I just dove in like I was reading all the books I then ended up studying um holistic nutrition so I went to school when I had my son my second child and um and so I mean fast forward all of these years you know holistic really is looking at the whole person so we can't just take the body like say each organ as its independent organ, we have to look at the whole system, that the digestive system is made up of a bunch of organs. But then we have the nervous system, digestive system, cardiovascular, all of these body systems that all work together as a whole to make us, you know, to work together as a whole to help us be optimally well. And so when we think about holistic living, it used to be a woo-woo word, but really it's just whole think of yeah. whole right it's the spirit the soul and the body because mentally emotionally it's we are not just a physical body we are more than that so yes. when we talk about holistic nutrition specifically We have to. We look at, you know, um, the kind of food we're putting in our body, the quality of food we're putting in our body, where the food is grown. You know, is it sprayed with chemicals? You know, how are we? How is that food stored? Are we, you know, recycling and are we using, you know, plastics or glass and all of these things? So there, it's it's a big, it's a big. Do I want to say can of worms? (laughs) But what I teach my community is just taking it one step at a time. So when somebody comes in we, you know, where are you at? And then we just, we keep it really simple because if it's not simple, women are just not going to stick with it. And that doesn't anybody. So yeah. So holistic, holistic is the whole person.
0: I love that. And, and, you know, I think that's something that, you know, something that you said really like struck in my, in my mind about the word holistic Mm -hmm. and how it used to be, you know, you're totally right. This woo woo thing that was like, Ooh, holistic. What does that mean? And now it's like, it's, holistic. I mean, it means what it's always meant, but now people are paying attention more mainstream. Yes. And it should be. And it's so fantastic because it is, it's about the whole person. It's everything you were talking about how all the body systems work together. Yeah. And that's, I- I'm just so glad you said that. Cause that's something that I preach always is that if one body system is struggling, mm-hmm. okay. But you can't just focus on solely that yeah. because they all work together. And, and that's, you know, that's just something really important that I think people, you know, who aren't maybe experts on anatomy or, or things like that don't always realize. So I'm really glad you said that, that that's something really important. Um, I know that, you know, like you talked about your mission is this healthy aging, right? This, you know, healthy at any age type of thing. And I want to talk about that a little bit. I would like to know what does healthy aging mean to you? Why yeah. is it important? What, tell me what it means to to you and why it's your mission. Yes. So I believe that we
1: can grow older. doesn't matter what the age is, but let's just say, you know, seventies and eighties. I, because I have mentors that are in that age group and they have grown older and they feel vibrant. They even feel better. Now, now than they did 20 years ago. And I believe that we are all designed to, yes, we are on the planet and we are going to die, but it doesn't mean we have to die of an illness. It doesn't mean because of what we see in society, like, the older you get, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to age because I'm going to look bad and I'm going to feel bad. And I'm going to end up in a nursing home with these diseases. It doesn't have to be that way. That's right. You can age well. And our body was designed to heal itself. Nothing heals the body. Drugs don't heal. Supplements don't heal. Essential oil, nothing heals the body. But if we take the care of the body, we reduce inflammation We reduce the toxic load, which is actually part of the method that I teach is reducing inflammation, reducing toxic load, adding more plants in, getting rid of the diets, listening to your body, you know, your body always speaks to you. And so getting older means that and and aging well means that as you get older, it doesn't have to mean that you're going to get sick. It does mean I'm 40, I'm going to be 47 at the end of this year, and I can tell you By 46, it was like the switch turned. I don't know if it's this past year and everything that's been going on, but it's like the switch turned on at 46. For me, it was 46. A lot of women tell me it happens earlier. But I can say that 46 happened. And then it was like I started noticing more a like I had to, I have to take care of myself more. I don't want to say harder, that's not the word, but more so than I ever have Mm -hmm. before. a lot of women will say to me at 40 they say you know what or i hit 36 and that's what happened to me i hit 40 and i noticed that i have to work harder to do that but the thing is is that if we can have that mindset of this is just part of a lifestyle it's not a diet it's not what i do when i don't feel good we just practice it on a daily basis yes. and we get back to the foundations and we get back to basics um, because one thing that I notice is women coming into my community is whenever I ask those basic questions of, you know, they want to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go back to, you know, what are you putting in your body? Like mm-hmm. how much fat food are you eating and how much water are you drinking? How, are, how much are you moving? You know, all of these basic things. And most of them have fallen off the wagon so to speak, with those basic things, because life gets in the way. But we want to practice all these other big things that we see out there, because there's so much out there. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to the basics. Let's get back to the foundations, right? So healthy aging is all about just remember that you don't have to age feeling horrible, you don't have to age with illness and disease. Yes, you do have to focus on your habits more so as you get older. And it gets easier when you have older kids. Yes. (laughs) So it does get easier. But it's how can you grow older and incorporate all of these foundational habits into your everyday along with your busy lifestyle? Is really it. So yeah. So I I hope I kind of answered. I
0: hope I answered. That. Oh, you did. You like really it. did. And and I'm and go around the bush when I answer. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. You should hear me when I ask answer questions. I you know I think that's really cool, and I really like that you're talking about you know going back to basics because that. Again, these are the things we, I don't know if we forget or it's our society or what, you know, I mean, I feel like it's society because there's all these different things being thrown at us, all these fed diets and things. And that's just like my biggest headache personally is diets, dieting. And, you know, I'm a person who I've never really done the diet thing because it's stressful. And it's not good for you because that's just not how it works basically talking in a weird circle here, but Mm -hmm. hearing you just talking about, you know, you said it, I'm gonna say it again, going back to basics, let's figure out, okay, what are you doing for your body? Because your body is your body and it, it knows what it needs. And I said this to someone a few weeks ago. It's bridging that gap between what your body knows it needs and your brain, your brain knows, but all these other things sort of like cloud it and get in the way of you being able to sort through and listen to your body, essentially, at least in my experience. (laughs) Um, So that, you know, everything you're just saying was just really, really resonating with me. And it, it, it makes me want to ask you about your KOW or cow method, um, Sound You kind of touched on it for a brief second in there and mentioned your method. And I want to know a little bit more about that because, you know, as women, as we age and we go through these changes, like you talked about feeling at 46, oh, I have to really, you know, put more effort, if you will, into this. And, you know, I'm 41 and I noticed it like late, very late thirties. Like I, I want to say I was like 38, 39, 39, but I was also going through, you know, infertility and then weird pregnancy with triplets and then complications with that. And then having twins and all this insanity, but now even I, I feel it. And it's just one of those weird things where you suddenly hit this weird place in life. where You're like, whoa. So, so tell me a little bit about this, this cow or KOW method. I I would like to hear about that.
1: So it is really the method that I use in, and I really the pillars that I teach all the time. So um, my metabolism method, so women come to me, you know, yes, the women in my community want healthy aging, disease disease prevention is another big one. I I really, I have this passion when I started learning about natural health on teaching families, how they can prevent chronic disease. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it's funny, though, because women, if it's okay, so the two things that women come in my community, they want to improve their metabolism, which that's everything going on in your body. But they also want to balance the hormones, they do want to lose weight. They do want to have more energy. I mean, these are the common things you hear all the time. So I have what I call the metabolism method, and it's actually a 28 day program. And do you need longer than 28 days to balance and, and all of that and restore? Yes. However, we have to start somewhere. Yes. And so basically it's all about taming inflammation. It's all about resetting hormones, mainly cortisol and insulin mm-hmm. t- diets. And toxic load because toxins, my gosh, that will create a lot of mess and doing it all without dieting, right? Because that. right? Yeah. And I think women are tired of diets because- yes. Right. So and of course, in that we talk about adding more plants into our everyday because we're not from meat and dairy and, you know, wherever certain carbs are coming from, we're not getting phytochemicals, we're not getting antioxidants, we need more of that because if we're going to age well, we need to have those antioxidants and phytochemicals because of the oxidative stress that we're experiencing as we get older. So really, um, we're really focusing on um, doing this in a very natural way. Right. So, looking at our food, what kind of food are we eating, looking at our lifestyle, you know, how are we, um, you know, implementing holistic lifestyle tools, right? Going to sleep, bedtime routine, actually, next month in my free community on Facebook, I'm we're talking all about because everything that I talk about each month in my group is based on it will improve what I'm just talking about here, the metabolism method, that's part of it. So, um, you know, sleeping, our routine, you know, what are we doing when we go to bed? And what are we doing first thing in the morning? Because how you end your day is how you start your day and how you start. Mm-hmm. Your day. It all is connected. So, is. you know, how are we sleeping? What's going on with our mental health and mindset wise? Are we focusing on, um, you know, how are we showing up in the world, right? Showing up powerfully with a positive attitude and a, I can do attitude as opposed to, well, nothing works for me. And so it's all of this, all of this. Um, and it sounds like a lot, but we just go piece by piece and we keep it simple Yeah. And um, because if it's not simple,
0: no, one's going to do it. Nope. Right? <laughs> That's a fact right there. It really is. I, you know, I, I love that you're focusing on sleep that, and I, I just want to talk about that for a second because I feel so strongly and and I'm one of the worst offenders. So make no mistake, I'm not going to sit here and, and preach when I'm, you know, terrible about this myself, but mm-hmm. sleep is so important. And, you know, I know that part of the reason my sleep is terrible right now is because I got crazy two-year-old twins and a business and, you know, I'm not very good at organizing my time, but, you know, sleep is, you know, something just Again, I just sleep is so important and people don't know that. I feel like people are miss, you know, maybe misinformed or uneducated about it, but one of the most powerful things to me, you know, you were talking about, um, digestion before Mm -hmm. and I myself suffer from pretty severe IBS and Mm -hmm. I've struggled with that my entire adult life. And even in my teenage years, and one of the things that I've always been aware of is my sleep affects my digestion tremendously. I mean, they are hand in hand and it makes sense because when you sleep, your body repairs itself. But I, I just, I just wanted to mention how awesome I think it is that that's, you know, a focus because people, again, you know, people don't realize that sleep is essential to your health, appropriate sleep is essential to your health is what I should say. So I think that's really awesome that you're, you know, going to be focusing on that. It's, it's huge. That's just something that's so often glossed over. And it's one of the most important functions of our bodies.
1: And what a lot of people don't realize is that every hour after 11 o'clock that we are awake, it's like, we're missing two hours extra Mm. sleep. How many people go to bed after 11 o'clock? A lot, lot of people, Yeah. right? We can be in bed at I I feel best when I go to bed at 10. And then if I wake up at six, usually I'll just wake up on my own. I don't mm-hmm. need an alarm. I tend to because the day just goes by so fast. Yes. You know, you
0: know that. <laughs> Do I ever
1: fast. here I am at like eleven o'clock. I'm still I'm needing to get into bed. I'm like, darn it my kids are older. They're all like 18, 16 and 12. So they're at work, they come home and then they're in my room. And I'm like, um, when my door is shut, don't come in. You
0: know? <laughs> mom needs some sleep here, guys. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I need <'cause>
1: a break. <laughs> I, if I'm not, if I am tired, I am not fun to be around. Now you <laughs> never know, but around for my family is my poor husband. Oh my God. He knows he's like, let mom sleep. Because <laughs> so, so, um, That's but funny. yeah, make sure that and sometimes if people have a hard time going to sleep there can be many reasons um but we have to start from the very bas- basic so it's like okay let's get a routine going just like we would do with our kids our small children mm-hmm. making sure you're going to bed at the same time every night and then making sure you're waking up at the same time every morning because the body is the circadian rhythms and the body loves routine yes. right you get essential oils at nighttime if you have to to calm. the uh, to calm the sympathetic and shift you into parasympathetic nervous system. Um, using magnesium at uh, nighttime um, is what I do because most of us are deficient in magnesium. Um, diffusing essential oils, making sure your room, like all the blinds are shut, right? Like it's pitch black. Yeah. Uh, because even blue light will impact and interfere with sleep. Why? Absolutely. Anyway, Ugh. so there's so many there's so many um, pieces. And I don't want it to sound very overwhelming for those that are listening that are like, oh my gosh, that's so much. We just start with one thing and then we go to the next thing. And I don't even bring in supplements until we've started with all the other stuff, right? I like, love that. yeah,
0: I, yeah. Th- that's just so great. And 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 I just want to harp on it for one more second because, yeah. because I think it's so fantastic that you do it that way, that you just say, you know, one step at a time keeping it simple. You throw a million things at yourself. You're never going to keep up with it. Why waste your time? But if you do a little bit, you implement, like, it's like implementing a habit, right? You get that habit down and then you can add something else. And that's, you know, for someone like me, that's the only way I can do anything. If I, you know, I get all these ideas and I'm like, I'm going to do it all at once. And Mm -hmm. then after about a week, I'm like, all right, I'm done with everything. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, that was a waste of time, but doing it one step at a time, getting your body into a better place so that you can live a happier, healthier life and age in a way that makes you feel empowered rather than the opposite, which is making you feel like crap if you will. And, and that's, I think that's just a beautiful thing that you do that. So that's awesome. Um, Something I really wanted to ask you because I, I, I'm hearing the way that you're talking about all of the things that you do and how much you love it. And I, so what, how can I word my thought here? It's as simple as why, what makes you so passionate about this work? Because there's passion in your eyes, it's in your voice, it's yeah. clear in the work that you do and what you want to do. That's very meaningful to you.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a good question, and I think you know I live it. I I love everything about the health industry. Mm-hmm. I, I really couldn't do anything else. I couldn't. That's so awesome. but you know what? It actually started at when I think about it, it started at a very young age. So I figure skated all when I was young. Wow. In grade, I think I quit in grade 10 because then I got into, you know, socializing more in high school. And I was like, I I was at the rink all the time. And so I quit skating. And then I started noticing, unfortunately, this was the reason I started noticing that I wasn't as in shape. And I started actually doing um, well back in the day back in that was 90s. um, I started doing aerobic classes. Now Mm -hmm. they're called classes, but
0: (laughs) back in, back in our day.
1: (laughs) um, Yeah. So I started just doing my own stuff in my room to stay in shape. Mm -hmm. And um, my friends would always say, Oh, come and teach us. And so we would do that together. And then when I was 18, I joined a gym that was around the corner from my house and my friends and I would go and we'd do a fit fitness class and then we would go and do the treadmill then we go for a run we worked out all the time not that i would suggest doing that it's not <laughs> necessary yeah but then i ended up um i was i was one of those um teenagers and young adults well i guess teenagers because i ended up going um yeah teenagers where i was all about the social and party party, that sort of thing. And so I was working at Loblaws. So in Canada here, we have a huge chain called Loblaws. And um, I worked at Loblaws. And I would just go to Loblaws or work at Loblaws, go work out, and then go party. <laughs> and I was Probably at the time, I think I was, uh, t- I don't know, 20, 1920. And I had gone to college for a couple times. And I always would just not finish. And I'm like, you know what, if I keep on this road I'm going to be working at Loblaws forever not that there's anything wrong with that for me I knew I wanted more mm-hmm. and so I just I knew in my in my heart and my gut that I I needed to do more and so all I was interested in I was interested in nothing else except health and I'm like what the heck am I going to do and so I ended up finding um in London Ontario there was a college there and it was the course that they did there was fitness and health promotions. And I'm like, I could do that. Yeah. I didn't do very well at school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, there's a lot of limiting beliefs and I didn't believe that I I was smart enough and all that stuff, which is a whole other podcast. (laughs) And I I was passionate about that. And I, I missed the date to get to actually be accepted. And I ended up, Going and I just I went there and I just applied part time. I got in part time instead of two years. I did it in three years. I did amazing. I had already gone and got my certificate for um, fitness instructing. I taught classes when I was there. Like ten dollars an hour is what we got wow. and I would oh teach eighteen classes a week. That was my job. Wow. 150 dollars a week. Oh my goodness. Oh my anyway, <laughs> anyways, that's kind of how it started and there my husband now who was my boyfriend at the time I remember saying to him like I was I was looking at reflexology and I was looking at that kind of holistic stuff back then Mm -hmm. nobody else was none of my friends I was the only one it was just was interesting to me and I remember there was a college there like a kind of a somewhere an independent college for all different modalities holistic modalities and I was saying to him like I that's so interesting to me. And so I was going to do that, but then it ended up going under. And so that's kind of how it started. And, um, and then I met, I ended up managing after I graduated. I ended up managing um, corporate fitness facilities for many years in the GTA mm-hmm. the Toronto area. And I just managed facilities and I was in the fitness industry, teaching Pilates at various different locations in the Toronto area. And yeah. And then from there, it was like, I, Knew that I was very entrepreneurial. I didn't want to work for anyone else. I had my first daughter. Here we are, back at eighteen years ago again. Yeah. Um, I ended up staying home, and that's how, kind of how I got into where I am with you know all the natural health and everything. So it started back
0: when I was a kid. To that is- answer that question, that was <laughs> question, I like that. I mean, that's a great answer because it's. Obviously, it's been a huge part of your life for a long time. And I think that's really cool that you're into figure skating. And I say that from as speaking as someone who was never into skating because this girl right here has no balance or coordination. So put me on a pair of ice skates and I fall on my butt and it's embarrassing and entertaining for other people. So I think that is really cool. And I'm envious. And I'm standing in, in <laughs> right. And I'm standing there going, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love figure skating. It's a problem. It's an addiction. It's not just the Olympics when figure skating is ever on anywhere. I'm like glued to the TV. It's like gymnastics for me. It's fascinating. It's amazing the way people are able to move their bodies through the air that I can't do because of my own coordination (laughs) issues. But I think that's, that's just amazing and really cool. So I'm pretty excited. Like, you see me smiling and I, just, well, you see me smiling or yeah. listeners don't see me smiling, yeah. but <laughs> I think that's, that's a really cool story. Um, yeah. So I have a couple of questions I want to ask you that are kind of my fun, get to know you a little bit questions um, that I ask all of my guests, because I think these are a really interesting way to, to kind of make you think, And I like making people think, so I'm going to give you these two questions. They're similar, but different. The first one is who are three people who've had the most influence on you? And the second one is who are three people that you would invite to a dinner party or if you're not into dinner parties and you're more into like hanging out a nightclub or, or somewhere where you could talk to them, of course, nightclubs, probably not the best place. <laughs> Walk on the beach. Whatever. I know as soon as I said it, I was like, well, that's not going to work. I just wave at each other the whole time. Um, And those three people can be fictional, they can be real people, they can be deceased, they can be alive, they can be people related to you, they don't have to be, they don't have to be people, they can be cartoons, or I was saying to someone earlier, they could be a comic strip for for all I know. Whatever it is, whoever those three people in quotes are. So those are your two questions, and go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, three. Okay, so the first one,
1: um, three, would be... um, So uh, I'm going to, so the, the, the third one is I actually, I I have three people in my head for the third one. And the reason why I say three people for this one person is because they are women in the health slash entrepreneurial industry Mm. that I, that are mentors of mine, two of them that I directly mentor with, one of them is kind of by far she doesn't she doesn't realize <laughs> just amazing they're actually they're actually younger than me um because age doesn't really matter um right. they are women who are they just they how they do i want to say react just how they respond to um oh my gosh like how they respond to say criticism, how they show up in the world, how they, um, how they are with their community. Mm -hmm. It's just so inspiring. And I know because of that, they have the growth that they've gone through that, I mean, I didn't even know them when they first started out, but the growth that they've gone through. And when I look at them now and just see how they respond to so many different, um, just so many in so many different ways I think that's what I want to be because everything is all about growing right like everything growing and so we have to look at our situations and circumstances and trials as it's making us better better people so you know when we have goals you know it's yes it's nice to reach a goal but it really is who you become in the process of reaching that goal so they just it's amazing how they handle themselves in so many different ways. So, and I'm not saying names because nobody would know who they are anyway. So that, that would be, so that's kind of one person, but there's okay. three of them. Um, and then the other two, the first two are actually my pastors. So um, they have been, uh, my gosh, they've been in my life for 20. I've been with my husband, 25 years. So I would say 21 ish years Wow. and everything, their faith, they're everything in all the areas of their life, they are amazing examples and people that are full of integrity, full of faith. And just um I look at how their kids have been, how they've raised their four kids. Wow. And um yeah, so they would be um definitely two examples. Now awesome. the other question in terms of three people. Okay, so you know, <laughs> thinking about this and it's tough. Three, the, the one main person, um, I, I mean, I would say the other two that I'm not really going to elaborate on because I don't want to have you here forever and <laughs> wanna hear all my elaborations, but the, the, I'll say Jim Rohn is passed away. He actually is a personal growth guru. And he is an amazing, um, well, he's, a, he's an amazing mentor in the personal growth industry. And, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're just in your life and you want your life to be better than what it is, it's all about growth in ourselves, right? It's all about, it's really, um, I guess, receiving the trials, like even what we're going through in the past year and a half Mm -hmm. Um, it's all about how we not react but how we respond right um and so he would be one of them and I would say probably the other one is um I love Jack Canfield I'm not Mm -hmm. a huge person so actors and actresses um there's no one really I care to meet no offense to any of them but um, but personal growth is a big one for me so I love I don't know if you know Jack Canfield Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So yeah.
1: not necessarily his, those books, but his, what he teaches in terms of personal growth. Amazing. And then, so the, the, so the first person would be um, you probably have never heard this before, um, but you're probably catching on to what I'm talking about with the growth thing. Mm-hmm. It's Esther from the book of Esther from the actual Bible. Wow. And so the reason for this is because Esther was a woman who was actually chosen to lead her people the Jewish people like I mean like men eons ago mm-hmm. lead those people um, to save them and leave really lead them out of danger and um, and so she was scared to actually step forward even though she knew it's something she had to do and she was called to to do that just like all of a lot of not a lot of us, we are called to do something in our lives. And many times it's challenging and it's hard and it's uncomfortable, but she chose to do it afraid. She chose to be confident when she was scared and she chose to rely on how God could lead her through that time. And and that difficult time. And even though people were criticizing her, and saying, what are you doing and hating on her? And she just said, I know that this is what I need to do. And I need to make sure I save my people, because I'm the only one that can do that. And so she did. So I think for us as women, you know, it, it can be challenging, especially in the day that we're living in right now, especially. And, you know, you have a lot of division from on one side and the other side. And it's about you know, I look at that as any woman that's confident, like those three women I was talking about in the first question, like I think about them, they remind me of Esther. So Mm -hmm. I really feel like if we can be more Esters and do things that is right for our family, regardless what anyone else is saying, knowing that we have a calling and stepping into that calling, sometimes not even knowing where, how to begin, we just take one step, In front of the other, in front of the other, and we will get to where we need to be. Even if you're moving forward blinded and you're not really sure where to go, you just trust, trust the process, and you will come out on the
0: other side better. So, wow, Wow. you know, I just have to tack on one thing to that because that is really cool. And there's a main reason why that's really cool. My grandmother's name was Esther. And my family is Jewish and Mm -hmm. I believe that she was named after her, but I did not know all of that. I really did not. So that is really cool. You just educated me about something. I had no idea that it's really powerful. And I love, love what you said about those three women that you were talking about um, who are influential to you. Um, And, and, I'm not using the word comparing, but, but in a way, you know, c- comparing them to her, that's, that's amazing. And that's a really cool way to describe why these women are so influential to you. So I just, it's a very powerful conversation here. And you know and what
1: actually Karen's that? I, I tend to, we attract people. So when we see something in somebody, it's because it's in us, mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't. Because I, I, sometimes we don't realize that when we see, oh, that person's so inspiring, but we're seeing it's we're mirroring, mirroring, right? Yes. So um, it's really important for women listening to recognize that when you see something in somebody and you're attracted to them, it's yeah, it's energy and all of that. But we have to remember that that is in us, right? Mm-hmm. Just like if we see something negative in somebody, we wouldn't see that if maybe that wasn't somewhere else, like maybe being like, especially judgmental when we're judgmental, yes, we're judging. Exactly. We're actually, you know, when they say, when you point the finger, you've got more fingers coming back at you then. Right. So yeah, it's, um, Esther is very, um, and actually interesting. We had a ladies event back last fall, I think it was. And it, the whole event, this was actually at my church. The whole event was actually based on Esther and who she was And that we are called for such a time as this, because that's what Esther's story is really about, is called. So actually, you have young children, Uh and if you have not seen the Veggie Tales, you need to actually, so my kids have grown up on Veggie Tales. They Mm -hmm. are vegetables (laughs) that talk, and Uh they're so cool, and they have the best songs, and you need to actually get the, um, I actually have it on DVD. Um, Now you probably, I guess, get it online. But you want to actually get the veggie tales, the Esther story from the Veggie Tales. Because it's a a a story, but it's actually it's real life. Like it's it happened. And so, um, yeah, this is a woman, not a man. This is a woman that saved her people.
0: That thank you for that recommendation. I made a note to myself right down here. So I won't forget it. That's awesome to know. And that's that's just amazing. And how powerful, right? So yeah. powerful. It's powerful to hear that story, but how much that resonates with you is is even more powerful. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I really only have one more question for you. And this is where can our listeners connect with you, learn more about you, and where can they find you? Yeah. So
1: I would say on Instagram first, it would be I'm under Kristen Owens Wellness. So, um, Kristen K R I S. Well, I'm sure you're going to put it in the show notes. My spelling, because some people will spell the name wrong, and then they can't. Oh yeah, and then it. you're it's like, what? It's <laughs> not and, then, and it's Kristen, not Kirsten. And right. then Facebook again, Kristen Owens Wellness. My Facebook page, which or not my page, but my group, which what we can link in the show notes, is. Um, Um, restoring metabolism for women over 40. If you're not over 40, you can still join. And um, it just happens to be I have a lot of women over 40 that happen, I attract and then um, I actually have a gift that I want to share that is one of is my most popular um, gift that I share when doing things like this. And that is actually the five day hormone detox. And so it is, um, you know, it's a it's a five day hormone detox, which has a shopping list, it has a meal plan, it has Um, a guide that goes through all, you know, lifestyle, like talking about, you know, ditching toxins, like all the things we talked about. And you can get that for free. And I'm quite positive you'll enjoy it.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us. And I'll make sure to link that in the show notes too. Kristen, I just want to take a minute and thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to talk with me to talk to our, view- our viewers, our listeners, I, I, you just have so much knowledge and you know, you're so passionate about what you do and, and knowledgeable, which is huge. And so I just, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of this amazing information and some really fun, personal anecdotes as well.
1: Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here and I hope it was a blessing to, you know, even just one person listening. That's all that matters but hopefully it will be more people too.